Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Yes You Can podcast. My name is Hannah, and I am your host. I'm so excited to be here today. We are on part two of our mini webinar series podcast introduction mini podcast series for our webinar happening on Thursday, March 11th and Sunday, March 14th. Um, your three steps to fitness instructor mastery, how mastering motivation, musicality, and marketing will help you level up, fill classes and change lives. Whether or not you are an aspiring fitness instructor, a current one, this episode is going to be for you and, or somebody who has no interest in teaching because I have a question. And I think I'm going to, I think I know the answer as soon as I ask it. What if I told you that imagining yourself succeeding could automatically improve your chances at finding that result? So let me ask this question again. What if I told you simply by visualizing yourself succeeding, you would automatically improve your chances for success? Would you do it? (laughs) Is the follow-up question. I can almost guarantee that for most of you, the answer is going to be yes. If you just took some time to visualize yourself succeeding and you knew that that would improve your outcomes at success, the, the likelihood of you saying, hell yeah, I'd fucking do that. Pardon my language. You know, this is an explicit, you know, this is an explicit podcast. If you didn't welcome, I know that because I felt the same way. As soon as I heard that, I was like, wait, what? visualization could help me actually like improve my outcome for success. Let me tell you a story about how I came, how I've been doing this for the last, um, almost 20 years and why when I was in high school, I was playing competitive volleyball and I had started to feel incredibly anxious before my tournaments and, and games. And I couldn't articulate that it was anxiety, but I, what I, the symptoms I was experiencing were needing to feeling like I was gagging and needing to feel like I was throwing up, but I actually couldn't. And that was a very odd sensation for me, um, in hindsight. And I have a whole episode that goes on to, into my anxiety journey. I, that's a very clear symptom of somebody who's experiencing, um, a uh, higher, a higher level of anxiety and, and actually diagnosed anxiety disorder. But I, it was, it was triggered. It was prompted by my games. I was captain of the volleyball team. So it wasn't like it was a lack of skill. Um, I was on a bunch of different club teams and volleyball is a, is a very mental game. Unlike a very physical sport like basketball or football, there's going to be moments in volleyball that are specifically and only about you. And you can, the hot, the, the spotlight is directly on you and it's burning very bright. And one of those is when you go back to the back line to serve, you're the only person that has the ball. Everybody's waiting for you. There's however many people in the audience watching. Maybe there's somebody you have a crush on that's watching. Maybe your parents showed up for the first time. Whatever it was, I was I was an amazing server, and I can often be called into a game specifically and only to serve. But I was starting to feel this crippling anxiety before a game that would make me almost feel like I needed to be physically ill, but I couldn't. And I don't know how the conversation came up. I don't know what, 
I don't even know what prompted it in, in hindsight, but I remember my mom scheduling an appointment with a sports psychologist to try hypnosis on me. And that sounds like really weird in retrospect, because it wasn't like we were a family who went to therapy, but there was something obviously that she was seeing in me that I needed to speak to somebody else. And I think the exercise of hypnotherapy had been popular enough at this time that it felt like normalized and that I could go. And I say this kind of tongue in cheek because I think all shared therapy should be normalized, but for family that didn't talk about it often, it was, I felt very supported. Um, and I went to, and I think she was just probably really sad to see me so anxious before all my games. So I went to this individual and I remember going to a few sessions and then actually scheduled one right for like right before a tournament. And we did this exercise where it was be visualizing, like going to the back line to serve the ball and having the best serve of my life. And we talked about visualizing like me walking into the gymnasium, being, having all the people kind of already be there, the distractions, um, feeling what my sweatsuit felt like the sounds of the music in the gym, seeing my coach, like we walked through the entire, the entire moments actually leading up to the serve and then a few moments following, but it was mostly leading up to that serve. And I cannot explain how I can't really explain it because I'm not an expert on this subject, but I can tell you my experience. And that was one where the whole thing went like exactly is how we had visualized it. I had one of the best serves of my life. The audience, like the gym was packed full of people that I would find intimidating and would have potentially given me crippling anxiety. I felt so confident and so empowered and better yet, so calm that it was felt almost unbelievable. And I remember like joking with some people that I, I talk about being intimidated. I had a high degree of social anxiety that wasn't really diagnosed at the time. Um, and I'd feel this physical symptom of being really getting like very red and blushing and just kind of like stumbling with my words. And I remember having those conversations with those people and feeling completely confident and at ease. And like, I was just in the flow. I had this amazing serve. And then I was, I was still feeling the positive effects from this visualization and this kind of hypnotherapy. So going a little bit deeper into the visualization, even after the serve and after the game, which we won. Since then, I have believed in visualization and the power of it, and I've taken it to everything I've done that has been high-pressured and high-powered, and it's helped me become the instructor that I am now because I have taken visualization into my actual pre-ride ritual is what I'm going to call it. And the reason I started doing and having a pre-ride ritual was because I was feeling like anxiety was getting in the way of my performance at times. And it was creating a fear in me that wasn't based on my actual ability to perform, um, or the reality of my ability to perform, but it just felt like it was for whatever reason I was, I was experiencing feelings of, of lacking confidence and self doubt and imposter syndromes and syndrome at times before I was teaching. And so this ritual, which includes visualization, visualization has helped me significantly. And before I tell you what it is, I'm just going to talk about how you can do it and, and the science behind it. So this is something that, as I mentioned, I talked about my volleyball experience. This is something that high performance and professional athletes do all the time. Now, 
you can use this technique to intend an outcome of a race or training session or outcome of whatever situation you're in a meeting because when you're imagining a scene complete with images of a previous performance so when you're imagining yourself at your highest and you know highest performing self so when we were talking about the serve we were like really fully imagining me having my best serve um or even a future desired outcome if you've never felt like you've really hit your peak performance then we're really just we've we're really just stepping into that scenario we're really just like allowing it to happen. We're allowing that feeling and that success to come to fruition. So when you do this, it's not just about imagining it. It's about all like using and including all of those details that I talked about earlier. So for my pre-ride ritual, I think about literally walking into the studio because if you're starting it when you've already walked into your studio or a a boardroom or a meeting, you don't have time to anticipate things that might not go according to your vision. So I've already done it by the time I walked into, I walk into the studio because at that point there might be people already sitting around. They might be like wanting to chat with me and I'm not walking directly into the vault and I don't have the time set aside to actually, um, do the visualization by that time it's already kind of done. So I, what I would like for you to do is start from the moment you walk into the studio, imagine talking to people, maybe having a few moments where you're actually not quite in there yet. And you may be a little bit delayed getting into, into the vault, into the studio, whatever room you want to call it. And I just want you to imagine feeling so happy and grateful that you're able to do this and that you have the privilege of being able to motivate and encourage others. So every conversation that happens is a gift. And if no conversations happen, then it's a gift of time. Then you walk into the studio and you just feel the energy of what's about to happen. And because you're feeling the energy of what's about to happen, you're reminded of all the amazing classes that you've led before. And if you haven't led a class before in your future instructor, I want you to imagine the classes where you felt the most powerful on that bike. As you're thinking about these memories, I want you to then imagine a rider who you know is going to be there or who is usually in your front row. I want you to imagine that moment where they lock eyes with you and you just know that they are giving you their best effort because you are asking for it. And you know that they're giving you their best effort because they respect you and because what you do is important. Then I want you to imagine yourself having the most fun on that podium and that bike. I want you to imagine literally saying words that are evoking emotion from everybody that feels so connected to that song or that track or that movement that it feels like a swelling of a wave or tsunami that is about to come crashing to a climactic point at the end of the ride. I want you to imagine the cheers of all of those people who have showed up not only for themselves, but for you, because they trust you with their time and they know that you are going to deliver on it. I want you to picture the room being dark before you hit that light that coincides with that beat drop and how powerful that feels. The silence and yet how even when it's quiet, there's like a drumming of energy under the surface that's like a whale about to jump out of the water and it's just gaining energy to be able to do that and you are perfectly in control. I want you to feel words leaving your lips that are so smoothly delivered 
that it feels like there's zero effort behind it, that your thoughts are clear and concise and the messaging is completely on point. And as you're imagining all these things, you're feeling energy starting to build in your body and you might be, you know, as you're in the actual vault itself or studio, you're starting to jump up and down. And I want you to remind yourself of this one key message that this is not about you. This is about them. And you were born to do this and you are a vessel for inspiration and for motivation. And this is why you are here. This is why you are here today. And there is no one and nothing in your way from delivering the best ride of your life. Now, I literally walked you through that visualization. So you might want to take and edit some parts of that to make it more for you. But I hope that you listen to this maybe as you're preparing to lead a ride, as you're preparing to walk into an audition, as you are preparing to walk into a meeting and change that visualization to be something that is applicable to your everyday work life. Start doing this before you start your day, taking some moments. I'm not somebody who meditates, but this is the kind of meditation I do where I sink into my thoughts and I just conjure up my most successful self because I know she is in there. I know she's in there. I know that the, the potential of who I can be, you know, is it wants to get out into the world. Like this is why I was born to do what I was born to do. And even if you don't believe in that, even if you don't believe in destiny, there's going to be moments where you feel like this is exactly what I should be doing. I am right where I'm supposed to be. And so just remember that conjure up that feeling, remind yourself of where you feel your most powerful, save that in your little folder. And when you need to visualize, you revisit it and you walk yourself through every single detail, how something smells, how it sounds, the feeling on your skin, the heat in the room, when all those bodies are moving together to the beat and feeling inspired, the, feel, the, the scene that you see within your eyes, how it feels to dance. If you're leading a meeting, how it feels to just have complete command of the room and not worrying about what other people are doing or their expressions on their faces, knowing that you're completely on message, feeling confident in what you're about to say, like just feeling at ease in your body. When we start to conjure up these images and these sensations, our body is ready to walk into it and our body is ready to do well. So for my future instructors, I want you to kick ass at any future auditions by listening to this, by just imagining yourself on that podium. I want you to, and step two of this is going to be, if you haven't done something yet, I need you to try and visualize yourself actually seeing it from the eyes of a place you've never been before, which might be a little bit challenging. We can talk a little bit more how to do that. Um, just DM me at Hannah Rose spin. If you've done it before and you're a fitness instructor, just know that you are a badass and this is what you're supposed to be doing. And don't let any, any little niggling fear, like self-doubt or fear get in the way of you stepping into that person that I just described. If your person listens to the podcast and does something completely different than fitness instructing, and you're never on a microphone, but you're having conversations with people where you're maybe not performing best. And then that, because you haven't, you've had a negative experience or experience where you're not at your best, it starts to like the become your narrative. 
tell yourself a different story and just go back to that situation or that scenario where you were at your best and keep on underscoring that until that is what you expect. And that's what your body and your mind are expecting to walk into. This is my little visualization technique for you and my visualization. It almost sounded like a mantra or meditation. So I hope that you come back to this in this episode and save it. Um, If you loved it, please share it with your friends. A reminder that the webinar that I'm leading where we're going to be talking about this um, specifically around musicality, motivation, and marketing and how to become the fitness instructor of your dreams that fills classes and changes lives is on Thursday, March 11th and Sunday. Monday, March 14th, and we might be adding dates. And in that, if you show up for those webinars, I'm going to be giving you a few take-home PDFs and um, some things that you you just won't get anywhere else. So I'm so overjoyed to see you there. You can sign up. The link is in the show notes or find me on Instagram at Spin, and the link is my bio. Yes, you can. Everyone have a beautiful day and we will see you soon. Mm -hmm.